everyone, welcome back to the second episode of my podcast, Mending Mindset. I just wanted to start off by saying today a huge thank you for all the love and support on my first episode. It meant so much to me and I was so nervous to upload it, but so many of you said that you really enjoyed the first episode. So I hope you enjoy episode two as well. So today we're going to be talking all about body dysmorphia, weight fluctuation and loving yourself. So sit back, relax, grab yourself a cup of tea and enjoy. So I touched on body dysmorphia a little bit in the first episode because I mentioned that that is the mental illness that I suffer with and have suffered with for many, many years um, and it's something that I've been attempting to conquer for the last two. I've really been focused on learning to love myself, be more positive, and just stop hurling abuse at my body. Um, so body dysmorphic disorder will affect around 1 in 50 people. Um, so it's not as common as other mental illness disorders, but it is still one that is really quite common. Um, it does come with a lot of stereotypes I found when I've sort of told people if that being passed, you know, if they've asked and I've said, oh, you know, I, I've been diagnosed with boy dysmorphic disorder. Um, you often will receive comments like, oh, so you just think you're fat or, oh, so you just want a couple of compliments. And I think unless you actually live with body dysmorphic disorder or don't feel great about your body and you're not very body positive you'll realize how hurtful those comments are because that is so far from um what body dysmorphia is and how I feel about um myself as a person and how I feel about my body um one of the things or a few of the things even that I first noticed sort of pre-diagnosis of my body dysmorphia was the absolute shame I would feel when eating, whether that be going out to eat or just eating in front of family and friends, I would literally feel so embarrassed and so anxiety ridden because I would feel like people were judging me for what I'd ordered and thinking, blimey, it's a big, it's a big meal, or feel like people were judging the way I ate or just I I just hated it. I just hated eating around people and also even when eating on my own sometimes you know, I would feel so ashamed. And afterwards, I'd sit there and be like, you shouldn't have eaten that. You really shouldn't have eaten that, Kira. And I'd notice like little things like, you know, when like, it's that time of the month, I'm sure loads of girls understand this, and you just want like a chocolate bar. And just like, you know, just like the normal, like, like, normal size ones, not like a big bar. And I'd be like, okay, Kira, you can only have half because I don't need to be putting any more weight on. And then like, I'd end up eating like the whole thing with my cup of tea. And I would literally be like, I feel so guilty about it. I'd really, really beat myself up about it. And then now, looking back on that, I'm like, why? It was one chocolate bar. Like, what? Why was I letting myself beat myself up over it? Um, the second thing, and probably the most obvious thing, um, leading up to my diagnosis was how bad I felt about myself. I can't tell you the amount of times I spent crying over my body and the way I looked and just constantly comparing myself to other people just all the time just always being like oh she's got nicer arms than me oh she's so much thinner than me um and just I just could never feel good about myself even 
when I did feel good about myself, the second I, you know, sort of met up with friends or went downstairs, I'd instantly start comparing again. I'd instantly be like, well, okay, I don't look like that. So therefore I must look like rubbish or therefore I must be ugly. Um, and the other thing that I would do a lot was using clothes to hide the way I looked. And so wearing baggy, oversized t-shirts all the time, um, never buying like my actual size um like I've always been sort of arranged like a size 10 12 sometimes a 14 but I'd be buying like size 16s or 18s in in tops just so they would cover my body so I wouldn't feel like people were um staring at me or so I couldn't see my body um when you know I was out and about if I would pass a mirror um so that they were sort of the warning signs for me and then obviously I did go and get diagnosed with boy dysmorphia and it was a diagnosis that I sort of already knew I had um sort of going in there I already had an idea of what I was suffering with because I would spend hours googling like why do I hate myself why do I hate my body why don't I ever feel good like why can't I ever feel confident and I think that really showed in me as a person I was that's probably one of the reasons why I was so shy growing up and why I didn't ever really put myself out there because I constantly didn't feel good enough in myself so therefore I automatically wasn't good enough for anybody else which is obviously not true and wasn't the case because it was only me that was having those negative thoughts but unfortunately I did feel like those thoughts were being had by everybody um learning to love your body is a really long journey and it's a tough one and it's an absolute roller coaster of emotions and there have been moments where I've reached such low lows um in trying to love myself and I've just thought I'm never going to be confident I'm never going to get to a point where I wake up and think yeah I look good today yeah I look great without makeup on I never thought I'd get there but I'm nearly 21 years old and I'm finally finally starting to feel that way about myself and just finally starting to appreciate how I look and my body and learning to love me for me um and it's really important as well sort of when you suffer with voice morphia when you're wanting to sort of learn to sort of love your body is that you realize that it's all about what you say to yourself it's not about the compliments and the comments other people make on your appearance whether those be positive or negative it's all about what you're saying to yourself in your bedroom behind those closed doors because everybody around you can be calling you gorgeous stunning you're such a lovely figure but if behind closed doors you're sitting there beating yourself up telling yourself you look awful um you're worthless then that's going to outweigh all those negative comments but you know on the other hand as well if you're sat in your bedroom being like, you look bloody great, you're stunning, you look so fit. If like you if you go outside and everyone goes, I don't like what you're wearing, I think you look like shit, you're, you know, you're not gonna care because you feel great in that outfit, you feel great about yourself. So what other people say doesn't matter. And that's how it should be, because it's your body and you only get one of them you're never going to be able to swap your body out, you know, you're never going to have the body of somebody else, as much as you can admire, and, uh, you know, sort of look at other people's bodies and go, I 
wish I had your legs or you have a great pair of boobs, I wish I had your boobs. You're never going to have that because your body is 100% unique to you and that body's yours and you need to appreciate and love the body that you are in because, as I said, it's the only one you're going to get. So you might as well learn to love it because there's no point living in it miserably. Um, and I, it is difficult and as I say, I know it's hard. Um, but it's all about firstly changing your mentality and understanding the idea of I get one body and one body only. And if I don't appreciate this one, nobody's going to do it for me. Nobody's going to be able to make me feel good about myself because I have to do this. And yeah, you do. You have to get through this. While, you know, other people saying you look nice is lovely and it does make you feel good for that, you know, that little 30 seconds. But when you love yourself, those compliments, you're like, yeah, I do look good, don't I? Thanks. And it feels so much better. And only recently in the last couple of months have I started to feel really sort of body positive and actually good in myself. And I actually sent my boyfriend a message the other day because I got out of the shower and I just sat and had a bit of a cry. And it wasn't a sad cry. It was just, I was putting on my pyjamas and normally like, you know, a few years ago, I would have hated it. And I would, if I'd caught a glimpse of myself getting dressed in the mirror, I, I would have cried because I felt ugly. And just, and you know, I didn't feel good about any of the way I looked. And the other day, I, I say I was getting dressed and I caught a glimpse of myself and I cried because I was like, I love my body. I love the way it looks and I feel confident in it. And I just texted him and was like, I don't think I've ever felt this way about myself. I don't think I've ever said those words to myself out loud sometimes I'll say them in my head but they actually I actually just sat there in my room and said them out loud and it just made me feel really emotional because it's something that has impacted my life for so long and it's really held me back in so much in life as I say you know when I was growing up I was really shy and that is because of how I felt about myself but so to now be at a position where I'm like yeah I, I, I'm really happy I feel great in myself was just it just felt incredible to finally reach that point and finally realise like I don't need to look like other girls to fit in. I don't need to look a certain way for others to love me because your family and friends love you because of your personality, because of who you are as a person, because of how much you make them laugh, how much you smile, how comfortable they feel around you. When you lose weight or gain weight, that their opinion of you doesn't change. You know, they don't stop being friends with you because they think, oh, she's lost a couple pounds or, or she's gained a stone. No, because your weight doesn't define you in other people's eyes. So your weight shouldn't define you in your own eyes, which I know is so hard and it's so much easier to sit here and say this. And I know listening to it, you're probably thinking, yeah, well, it's not that easy. And it's not. And I know it takes time. But you'll when you get to that point and you realise, like, you realise sort of how much you love your body and how comfortable you are in your body it's just it's such an amazing feeling trust me like you'll and you'll, you'll then realize as well that yeah nothing in your life is defined by your weight not your friendships your job how much you earn you know sort of whether or not you get into university all these amazing achievements are because of who you are as a person not because of what bra size you wear not because of you know whether you're a 12 14 medium large they're just because of you and that was you know sort of learning that mentality was the biggest thing for me and 
that's when I was I realized like yeah I'm great I'm great whether I put on a few pounds or lose a few pounds because I'm me and that's all anybody can ever ask of you is that you're yourself and I just I really really never thought I would personally get to this point and you know it's hard but you will get there it's a long road it's a very long journey there's lots of bumps along the way but when you do you'll just you'll feel so great about yourself my boyfriend sent me a post actually on um instagram a few weeks ago and it was one that i wanted to share in this podcast because it was one that i thought was really important um and it was all about talking about the issues um of saying you're not fat you're beautiful oh don't be silly you're not fat you look gorgeous and it encourages this idea that fat is negative and it can be used in an insult so what if you're fat fat isn't a bad thing you know so and it it implies that beautiful and fat can't coexist together that you're either beautiful or fat you can be fat and beautiful yeah you are fat but you're still bloody gorgeous you don't have to be one or the other it really does invalidate fat people's very real experiences you can be both fat and sexy there is this idea sort of floating around in our society that in order to look good you can't be fat and fat is thrown around as such a negative word I'm fat you know I'm not thin but I don't care I'm still gorgeous I'm still me I still make people laugh my boyfriend still loves me my family still love me and I'm fat so and the same goes you know for when people I know I've spoke to other people uh, on my Instagram and they've said, you know, some people will say things to them like, oh, don't be um, silly, you don't look too thin, you're beautiful. The same goes. I feel like that, in general, the whole phrase of you're not fat, you're beautiful just needs to go. We need to stop saying it because although you might have good intentions when you use that phrase or when you say it to your friends, it can actually do a lot more harm than good than you realise. Um, I know what it's like to live in a fat body. I always have. I've never been particularly thin in my teenage years. Puberty hit me and I got dumped with some massive hips. And growing up, I've despised them. I've hated them. And, you know, when I said to people, like, I've been like, oh, I look fat, don't I? Just be honest. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Because it's not an insult. Because it's not an insult to be called fat. Because fat is beautiful as well. Fat isn't a negative word it's not a word that you should hear and automatically think oh oh god they think I'm ugly then because let's be real you have probably at one point in your life somebody's probably said to you I mean yeah you are fat or I mean yeah you're not thin and you've instantly gone great so I'm ugly because society has led us to believe that in order to be beautiful you have to look a certain way you have to be a certain size you know have a certain figure when you absolutely don't need to our bodies and our weight doesn't define us as a person it's not going to stop us from getting that job interview it's not going to stop us from getting into university because ultimately 
all that matters is that we are us and that your personality is all that matters you're kind to people you make people laugh you love people you're lovable you give great hugs you make them feel loved that's all that matters and your friends and family aren't going to change their opinion on you based on your weight and based on whether or not you lose weight or gain weight because they love you for you and I know sometimes it's really hard to accept this and hear this and it's not always easy but the more you beat up yourself the more it shows and that makes you unattractive that low self-esteem that you wear when you walk in a room and the way you hide yourself or you walk in a room on your phone because you're worried about people turning that makes you seem unattractive to others but if you walk in there head held high and you feel great about yourself because you love yourself that screams confidence and power and it's just scream somebody who loves their life and loves their body that they're in it whilst they're living it now self-love isn't a quick fix it is a real journey and it's a tough one but it's bloody marvelous let me tell you it really allows you to live your life to its true potential and I wanted to share my five tips to practicing self-love with you all because these have really changed how I view myself So number one would be follow accounts on Instagram that remind you you're worthy by existing as you rather than because of how you look. Unfollow those accounts that make you feel unworthy or create a focus around looking a certain way. Create a feed that feeds you with positive energy and makes you feel good. Create a feed that when you scroll down it you feel uplifted and motivated and positive. Stop allowing yourself to follow these accounts where you sit and compare yourself to people all the time. It's nothing against those people that you unfollow or those accounts. It's just you deciding to put yourself first. Number two would be to practice compliments that are not based on how people look. You light up the room. You're so thoughtful. You're a really good friend. You look so happy today because this is how we are truly valued, not by how we look. As I said earlier, your friends and family love you because of you, not because of your looks. Because you're a good person not because of the size you wear. Number three is wear clothes that fit you and you feel good in. Stop trying to squeeze yourself into that size that quite clearly doesn't fit. Be proud and happy when you buy your true size and wear those clothes with confidence and smile in them and feel good. Because size is just a number and it does not equate to worth. That's a fact as soon as you decide to accept it. Number four Accept that other people may not be at a stage that you're at. People are going to judge you. People might think they're better than you because they wear a smaller clothes size than you. People might give value to those who are smaller or wear smaller clothes. Accept that some people are going to be like that and that might happen. And you're choosing for that to be okay. Because you love yourself and you're choosing to focus on how you're viewing yourself and how you're valuing yourself rather than how other people value you because you love yourself you know your body's gorgeous and you know your worth it's up to everyone else how they want to view things and stop worrying about how others might be viewing you because that shouldn't impact how you feel about yourself number five when you look in a mirror focus on loving who you see not what you see stop focusing on every single flaw that you want to pick out limit the mirror time when you're struggling or when you're feeling particularly bad because this might stop you obsessing around how you look and zooming in on parts that you want to sit and pick apart because there is so much more to life 
And I got so fed up of wasting time being critical in the mirror. See yourself and smile because you're a bloody fabulous human being and your body and you are existing just as you should be. And for that, you should be really, really proud. I sometimes will try and imagine myself when I'm old. Well, you know, when I'm old and grey and, you know, probably, you know, sat in my armchair with a cup of tea. And I think about how I look back on myself and thinking just how happy I'd be if I'd spent life wearing clothes I thought were cute, no matter how flattering they were to society. And wearing clothes for my figure, rocking bikinis and not caring what random strangers think. Exercising how I want and doing it for me, not to lose weight, just because I want to. I want to look after my body and eating guilt-free because I deserve to. Accepting my changing body throughout life because, believe it or not, as humans, we're, go, we're not going to stay the same shape forever. Just existing as me and being bloody proud of myself however I show up each day. Whether I've got my tan and hair done or whether I'm in my dressing gown and my hair scraped back. I'm existing as me and that's all anybody can ever ask of me. I want to know that I look back and know that I've done all that. And though that I have been so proud of my time to exist exactly as I was and not constantly wishing that I was something else. Sometimes that's a really tough idea to think about. But I hope this podcast is your reminder to keep working towards that for yourself because you deserve it and your body's gorgeous and you're gorgeous and you aren't defined by how you look. Because life is more than your body shape. And you should just celebrate every weight loss or every weight gain because body shape is not something that we should be so focused on you what you know you're beautiful post that bikini photo on your instagram because what you want to post on there if you want to be going be proud of your body then do it because so you should you're gorgeous Life is so short, so let's spend it saying nice things to ourselves, exercising for our health, working hard and living each day for who you are. I doubt any of us would define living life as tearing ourselves down 8% of the time, but for some reason we still do it. I do it, you probably do it, you probably know somebody who does it. Living life is just showing up exactly as you are, Whatever stage you're at, life keeps going and you've got to keep up. And I know it's hard, but being your biggest critic all the time is exhausting and a waste of time. Our best self isn't as our slimmest or curviest or in 2008 when you've seen that photo on Time Hop. This is the now and this is you. And you're bloody fabulous. You're gorgeous. Show up, exist, be you. Accept you love laugh grow and realize that you are enough your body's enough the way you look is enough you don't need to change the way you look to define who you are I know everything I've mentioned today is all easier said than done and I'm well aware that it's not always that easy and there are always going to be days where you don't feel great about yourself and I know I'll have days tomorrow in a week or in a few months where I'm sat saying oh my god my skin or my thighs or my hair looks horrible 
but it is all about the journey and as long as you're doing your best that's enough so i really hope that you all enjoyed listening to today's podcast it's one that i've been wanting to do for such a long time i'm really passionate about body dysmorphia and it's something that has impacted my life for such a long time and i really hope that it has inspired some of you to embark on your own body positivity journey or start being kinder to yourselves um obviously this one listening to this one podcast isn't going to solve how you feel but I really hope that it's just helped maybe give you a little bit of inspiration or shed some light on how amazing it is when you do reach that end of your journey or reach that peak in your journey when you do sort of start to love yourself so I really hope that you enjoyed listening and next time we'll be joined by my lovely boyfriend Harry because we're going to be talking all things men's mental health so thank you so much for listening and see you all next time